Yes. Pat Dennehy from Community Action in Haverhill. And uh, Pat is uh, very much involved with the Drop-In Center. And uh, Pat, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning. Yeah, well, um, why don't you uh, tell us uh, about the drop-in center that is run by Community Action? And um, I, I know that you know you've, uh, prior to uh, coming on the air, you've mentioned that you've been uh, very much involved in uh, working with homeless folks for uh, for many years in the Haverhill area. And why don't you tell us about how the uh, drop-in center works in with all of that? So the drop-in center. <clears throat> has been around for 33, I'm sorry, for 33 years. And um, we've been in four locations throughout the city. And what it is is we're open Monday through Friday from 8 to noon, and we provide services. Um, on Mondays, we do a bag lunch. On Thursdays, we do a big breakfast, and the rest of the week, a light breakfast. And people can come in and apply for benefits, um, get clothing vouchers, just a wide variety of services um, throughout the community. Um, It's basically based upon the homeless, and um, we do have people that come in that are low income. We never turn anybody away. And it's um, just... Well, I know that, uh, you know, certainly this past year, uh, there has definitely been an increased need. Have you seen an increased uh, number of people using the drop-in center? Well, unfortunately, what happened when Governor Baker first came out, when we were, I think, in stage one, uh, we had to cut down to 10 people. I usually we serviced about 75 people a day, and we had to cut down to 10, which was difficult. And the decision was basically made that I um, would only take in people that were actually outside, because if you're out all night, you have to have a safe place to go. Um, I've been open throughout the pandemic. Uh, They bumped us up to 25, brought us back down to 10. Um, We had to change everything, the way that we served food. Um, You know, just everything had to change, but we stuck through it, and we've been open every day throughout the pandemic. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, uh, why don't you uh, give us, so you've been in a bunch of different locations, so why don't you tell us about the current location that you're in? Well, we've been at the UU Church now for quite some time, and it's amazing here because it's a big, I don't know if you've ever been here, but it's a big open hall downstairs in the basement with a full kitchen, um, and it's just one of the best sites we have had because we started out um, on Winter Street in uh, Alex Samaras's building, which no longer even exists, and it was extremely small, and we just kind of upgraded and upgraded, but it's been wonderful to be at the Universal Unitarian Church. Wow. So uh, so uh, over the, the course of the years that, that you've been, uh, you know, working with people, um has has it always been uh, you know outside of a pandemic has it always been uh, pretty constant about the the number of people you've been uh, working with yes yeah i mean sometimes it changes like um we've done holidays here and we've pulled in over maybe 100 people um to have a holiday meal um this year was different but we did not give up uh 
we served a little inside to the number of people that we could. And the other thing I want to tell you is we rotate people also. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if we hit our capacity, we have people wait, and then they can come in. Um, but we we did serve the holidays, and we were able to make it so that they could also take it home um, if they could not come in. Oh, okay. All right. I, I get it. Um, I think we may have uh, actually done a story about this a little bit. Uh, well, maybe not. Uh, was Are you tied in at all, or are you working in conjunction with uh, Common Grounds? Yes, I work in conjunction with them. See, the thing is, is I'm open in the morning, and they open in the afternoon. I think they've expanded their hours a little bit, you know, given the pandemic and stuff. But, yes, I work hand-in-hand with them, uh, with Ron Mills and Barry and the staff over there. All right, we're talking with Pat Dennehy. She uh, runs the uh, drop-in center, the uh, I'll call it the morning drop-in center over at the Universal Univer- uh, Uni- Unitarian Church, the UU Church on on Ashland Street, and uh, and the hours are from eight to noon. That had to have been very very difficult to uh, to limit how many people you could let in. It was, it was, but. I mean, to be honest with you, we could have closed. I mean, um, but I fought to keep me open, you know, and community action, you know, like I said, I've been with them for 40 years, and they value everything, you know, that I say. So, yeah, we fought to keep it open, and it, it was. But, again, you know, we did what we could to help who was on the streets. What I do want to say, though, is the Days Inn in Methuen uh, opened up um, a shelter there, and it it took Haverhill people this year. Last year, it was pretty restricted, so I was able to get a lot of people off the streets of Haverhill, um, but this didn't come, like, this just came this winter. It, it wasn't like last winter when all of this started, so that was a blessing in to be able to get people off the streets, and I'm still making referrals on a daily basis because they're going to be open, I think, through April. Oh wow! So how do they how do they get from Haverhill to uh, to Methuen? So the bus goes right there. You have to transfer like at the Lawrence Station, but the bus goes right there. And um, thanks to the city of Haverhill, Community Action was able to get some money uh, for the pandemic, and we were able to buy bus passes, um, monthly bus passes, to be able to get them back and forth. Oh, that's so nice. All right, so um, let me uh, let me ask uh, the question: Are are you involved in uh, in uh, preparing the the breakfast yourself? No, <laughs> no, I have staff and I have volunteers. Well, to be honest with you, too, um, I run this place with two community action staff and the rest of the people. I did have um, Operation Able people in, but because it's 55 or older, uh, they got pulled out once the pandemic hit. So I've been running with volunteers who have been wonderful, um, been consistent coming in, and they do all the cooking, all the preparation, everything that needs to be done because, like, I'm the one that does all the referrals and deals with the people and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, I get it. Okay. The, uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking about uh, about this the other day, and, 
you know, if you if you had to be out overnight, you didn't have any place to go. It has been so cold lately, and with the uh, snow cover that we have, it, it seems like it's even colder because of the snow that's on the ground. I just I can't imagine that. I know, and you know what? It, it, it is it's reality out here. Um, not a lot of people see it um, because you kind of got to find a place to hide so that you're not out so somebody sees it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's reality. I do want to say, and I can't mention a name, but there was a gentleman that had been outside for many, many years, and um, I actually sent somebody out looking for him, and he got in to the hotel. And unfortunately, he passed away from medical issues, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> the beginning of the week. And, you know, it was sad to see him go, but it, I was grateful that he died in a warm place and that he was found right away and that he didn't pass away like in a snowbank. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, well, uh, thank you. I'll, I'll thank you for that, for, for helping him out like that near, you know, at the end of his time. The, um, you know, we just had a story on the other day about, uh, Rocky Morrison, the Clean River Project, cleaning up homeless camps along the the Merrimack River, and and uh, and I bet you probably get some of those folks too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Little River, yeah, that's yeah, they're they're down there. They're and I know Skateland's going to be renovated also. Um, so there isn't going to be a lot of places for them to go, but unfortunately, there also is not affordable housing. This is the biggest issue that they can't find apartments on their incomes, and you know you can you can get a roommate, maybe you can afford it that way, but yeah, it's very very difficult. And I will tell you, um, I am also the landlord at the YMCA in Haverhill, where I have seventy four units that are affordable, and right now my wait list is over two years long. Wow, two years. That, that's amazing. My my wife used to uh, work for a housing authority, not in Haverhill, but uh, yeah, it, uh, sometimes those wait lists are just ridiculous. Yeah, and all the, all the Section 8s and all everything else is like five to ten years. I mean, it, the system is more broken now than it's ever been in my career, and it's not due to COVID. It's just... You know, people are coming in, they're buying up these buildings, they're renovating them, and they're doubling and tripling the rent. And I, you know, I, I get that there's, you know, people need to make money, but somebody needs to take a real good look at, you know, not gouging people and getting people in that, you know, are low income and be able to afford a halfway decent place to live. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a, a difficult uh, problem to solve. But at least you're you're able to help people today, and and we appreciate that Monday through Friday. Now that includes um, like the holidays too. We are closed on the holidays, but like Christmas Day we're closed, but we're open Christmas Eve. Um, Thanksgiving we're closed, but we're open the day before. That's when we do our holiday festivities. All right. Now, if I remember correctly, uh, not not so much Haverhill, uh, but in other communities, isn't there a a day that you uh, try to do like a homeless count? 
Yes, actually, that happened um, last week. Um, don't quote me on the exact day, but I think it was the 20. Let's see. I think it was the 27th, and that's where the community police go out and search areas where they think there are people, and then we work in conjunction with uh, the Emmaus shelter to come up with the number of actual people outside. And it does uh, take, you know, that's one night. Uh, it's just a snapshot, but uh, it actually takes a couple of weeks to put all those numbers together, doesn't it? you know, say, okay, yeah, that one is, this one isn't, you know. Um, so it, the count has gotten better. We work very closely with Andrew Hurley um, of the city, and uh, Andrew, you know, watches over all of that and coordinates all that to put it all together. All right. Well, uh, we're, we're talking with Pat Dennehy. She uh, is at the uh, Drop-In Center, Community Action Drop-In Center at the UU Church on Ashland Street. And, uh, Pat, you are a, a wealth of information. <laughs> Thank you. One thing I do want to say so I don't forget, I want to <clears throat> thank the community because a lot of people have reached out and brought us clothes, blankets, hygiene products, food, um, and throughout the pandemic. And I want to thank them um, because, you know, it helps so much to get, especially like blankets, if if they're outside. Like, you know, if, if you have a blanket one night, it's probably not going to be any good to you the next night because it's been out in the element, it's cold, it's frozen, whatever. So the community has been wonderful about doing that. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, is there any way that people can make donations? Well, um, people have just been bringing stuff to the drop-in center. Um, and, of course, if it's any type of donation, you know, like uh, financial donation, it would be just uh, sent to Community Action and just mark that it's for the drop-in center. All right. And uh, I, always one more question. Um, uh, do you have? Are you? Do you have to? Are you taking in children at all? Or is that uh, part of what you do? No. No. Um, now let me just say this to you. Um, given the dynamics of the population that I deal with, um, I have been really lucky. But you can never tell if anything is going to break out. So children have always been kind of like a borderline thing with me. But if somebody came in on a breakfast day and wanted to have their child have a breakfast, absolutely. But what I do is I put them over where I am because I'm a little bit divided. You know, like the, the dining area is the biggest part of it, and it's in one spot, and then I'm away from that a little bit. I can see it all, but I'm away from it so the child would sit closer to where I am and be able to have a meal. All right. Well, that's that's good, and and I'm I'm glad you don't have a a lot of children there. Uh, that's uh, just an occasional thing, but uh, taking care of people that's that's a constant. And thank you so much for doing what you do. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Pat, uh, thank you, and perhaps we can get you back on again. Pat Dennehy, who uh, runs the drop-in center at the Universalist Church on. Uh, Ashland Street in Haverhill, our guest this morning. Uh, she's with Community Action. Our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. That's The Wave, W.